Happy Thursday, everybody. Welcome to the show. This is Heading Back to the Window with Scott and Scott. I'm half the team. I'm Scott Steen, lead handicapper at winnersandwiners.com. And I'm your co-host, Scott Rochelle, senior handicapper over winnersandwiners.com. And together, we do this every single day, Monday through Friday, 3 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Central, as Scott and I attempt to guide you on your journey to head back to the window. Cash those winning tickets. Special message for James S. Yo! <laughs> James always James always stops by before the show and uh, makes sure that he comments first. So, good to see you, James. Thanks for being here, buddy. Thanks to everybody else for showing up. Uh, by the way, if you are out there listening to us, don't forget to say hey in the comments section. Let us know you're out there. That's one of the favorite parts that we uh, have with this show is interacting with everybody. So, uh, yeah, we love to do it. Speaking of that, Brandon Kubas is here. What's up, fellas? Not much. Uh, what's the UFC parlay you put in before leaving New York? Not the uh, not the best card this weekend. Scott? Well, yeah, it was actually a boost. So I ended up taking it because you're getting a decent price in comparison. But Caesars was doing a boost for a UFC parlay, which was Ningano Moneyline, Moreno money line and Pereira money line. And when you plug it into an actual book that you can parlay, it's around like plus 370, I think. And Caesars was just giving out plus 450 or plus 475. I don't remember the exact number. There you go. But it's those three guys. So it's Nagano money line, Moreno money line, and Pereira money line. And that's the one I put in. All right, good enough. T Train checking in. What's up, Tony? Up there from the Northeast. Killing Lily. Uh, King Lily, sorry, checking in from Florida. Fuck. It's 10 degrees today, Scott. Everybody in Florida is already going to have me pissed off. Uh, Scott, I hope we got, oh, yeah, I did. I did. I saw that, buddy. Um, your alumni, alumni board member as well. Um, sorry that you were there before they got killer in basketball. That would, uh, um, but you might have got to see, did you see some good football? Yeah, probably early for that too. Nah, sorry, man. Yeah, but thanks for putting that in. That was very cool. Purdue going to lay the wood tonight. We'll see, man. Um, you wanted to go the other way, Scott. We're not. I'm not going to lie. That was. Uh, that was. I like, I like Indiana. That was your Indiana. silver medal pick for Bet the Farm. I talked. I talked you off the ledge. So. I wouldn't say you talked me off the ledge. We. It was really between two plays. There's one I like more, but I do think the line's extremely trappy, as Magellan says. Indiana very good at home, undefeated at home, eight and zero ATS in the last eight home games. Purdue with Matt Painter. Not a team I like laying points on the road against quality opposition. I know they beat Illinois last game. Matt Painter just tried to hand the game on a silver platter on several occasions. But they should dominate inside. They have a lot of def- – they have an advantage on, on the boards and everything like that. But I'm still not sure how good Purdue's guards actually are. I like Ivy. I think he's good. Besides him, I don't think they got many other guys. Stefanovic is a good three-point shooter. But the line does seem very short. And Indiana's so good at home. We saw, for example, in the Rutgers-Iowa game, you could even be brutal overall, Ugh. but at home, Big Ten teams are always dangerous. So I do think Indiana's alive to win the game. Fair enough. Hey, don't forget to like and subscribe. If you guys are checking us out on uh, YouTube, we sure appreciate it to smash that like button. If you're watching this anywhere else, to act accordingly. If you're downloading this in podcast form, wherever your favorite podcast distributor is, make sure that you rate and review Give us those stars, baby. And, of course, remember to listen to our pals Jim Williams and Chris King doing just parlays every day over there at 1.30 p.m. Eastern time on the same network as we're on. So, But, again, like and subscribe, very important, because if you don't, Rochelle doesn't get to go to the beach. He was telling me about his day 
it's pretty much the same day he has in New York. He didn't go anywhere. He gets up, he works, he does a little podcast thing, he edits, he writes articles, and now he's doing the show. It's like he's fucking, last night he had sushi, which is what he has like every night in New York. So how is it, how are you on vacation? What are you doing? I'm wearing less layers. Jesus. Jesus. Uh, I'm doing the best I can, man. It's the thing about work trips is that on one hand, I'm getting paid while I'm in Florida. The other hand, I'm not really getting much sun. So it's a trade-off. Fair enough. Uh, super sly in the house. T-Train said he missed the UConn good football as well. So, yeah, sorry, buddy. We count money over here. He's here. Right state by 65 tonight. That seems like a lot, Scott. K want to know. Oh, very nice. We see, well, I'm, seeing some, I'm seeing some people we haven't seen before. That's good. Good to have you guys. Welcome aboard. Uh, which bet are you stealing from Jim today? <laughs> I, don't, I don't have anything, as far as I know. You? Uh, no, I didn't listen to the show. I didn't, want to, I didn't want to steal any of their plays. So. Well, we know Chris is a very big New York Jets fan, so we'll see what happens. Yeah. <laughs> There's only one real team in New York, and everybody knows it's the Jets. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> Oh God, I'm gonna roast. You know, we need to have him on. We should we should have him on tomorrow to talk Chiefs and Bills. Yeah, that would work. Because man, I've been involved. If anybody follows me on Twitter, you probably you've got to see the side of me that I'm less proud of. <laughs> Fucking roasting these Bills fans. Uh, there's been some shit going on on Chiefs and Bills Twitter this week. I hope you've been following it. I know you haven't, but. It's quite fun, quite fun. We'll see what happens uh, there. We'll see what happens. Uh, there seems to be living large on that week five win there that they had. When are we going to do our NFL show, buddy? Tomorrow? Yeah, same time we usually do it. Okay. Well, I mean, they're Saturday games, so I didn't know. Yeah. Uh, uh, Chris King said, said to mention the New York Islanders, there must be a story. Oh, because he thought that the uh, Scott was a Rangers fan. He fucking grew up on Long Island, lives on Long Island, of course. He'd be a Rangers fan. Come on. Of course, you know, I'm going to games all the time. Uh, I was rooting for the Islanders in the playoffs last year and all that. Accuses me of being a Rangers fan. No do, respect. Do me and Chris have a bet on the game? No, we should. We should absolutely uh, do something. Because he lives in South Carolina. He doesn't He doesn't live in upstate. He's from, he's from that area, I believe. He lives in South Carolina. So we need to come up with something. Uh, one of those, one of those things, like I, I sent you some barbecue. I don't even know what I want from South Carolina. They fuck up their barbecue and put coleslaw on it. So I have no use for that. Uh, a Gamecock. Yeah. Hit me. A, send me a Gamecock. Henry Martinez says, don't forget to hit the like button. That's right. We should say that because now we have like 20 people watching in a little while. We'll have 60 and after a little while we'll have 80, but only the first 20 ever get the hairs to hit the like button. So I do appreciate you guys that remember to do it. And uh, implore your fellow viewers and listeners to uh, like the, the uh, hit the like button for us. And before we get rolling here, of course, I want to remind you guys about our new partnership with Caesars. Not new now. We've had it, what, a couple, three weeks. Uh, First-time depositors, if you're not in New York, they'll match you up to $1,001. Win, lose, or draw, basically a free play. Use the, uh, use the promo code VIDEOWINNERS. You'll be all hooked up there. And we got the link in the show box. We actually do have it up now. And if you're uh, in New York, it's even a better deal. You get $300 free money, just free money. It's a, you know, rollover bonus. So you'll have to, I don't know what the X playthrough is on that, Scott. It's probably not too extreme. Probably 3X three, three or 5X, something like that. So make sure you check that out. And your free bet there, 3000 bucks, Up to the $3,003 to be exact. So, uh, <coughs> excuse me. Sorry about that, guys. Um, so yeah, but make sure you check that out. 
Use the code video whiners if you're in New York. Scott, do you feel bad that in New York it's your state, it's whiners, everywhere else it's winners? No, I don't care. New York complains a lot. Very good. Um, so, yeah, make sure you check that out and make sure, of course, that you are eligible in your state and you must be 21 to play. Uh, Ryan Page, hey, guys, what got into the Coyotes last night? Went to the game and they blew out the Devils. What was it, 5-1, to one, Scott? 4-1? to 4-1. Uh, I like the Coyotes last night. Uh, they've actually been scoring, the, they've been scoring a little bit lately, which, I mean, it took them about four months, but they're finally putting the puck in the net. The Devils are not very good defensively. Once again, it's another situation that I mentioned a couple of days ago which is when you have two really bad hockey teams playing against each other, if you take the plus money, it's really never a bad play. Right. Both teams know exactly what it takes to lose. So you might occasionally get a break. Uh, Henry Martinez has got USC, Memphis minus six, Purdue minus four, and St. Louis two and a half tonight. Let's eat. Uh, Rizzo says he's on USC also. I think it's a good buy, low spot. Scott, we might as well start there. What do you got for the Trojans tonight? Any thoughts on... Uh... Dun, 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 on the Trojans. Dun, dun. Yeah, I, I like the Trojans here. Uh, I think that it's a spot where they're only laying two against Colorado. We've talked about Colorado multiple times this season. They're usually good straight up at home. This year against the spread, they've been awful at home. Can't cover but for shite. Looking at USC, they lost their last game to Oregon. Oregon also beat UCLA. So I do think that Oregon is starting to finally look like the team that we thought they might be. To start the season, it seems like they're finally catching a groove. Altman's got those guys going. So I'm not going to overreact to that performance. USC is still a solid basketball team. Colorado is a team that will probably be on the bubble in the couple weeks leading up to the tournament. I like USC. I think it's a good spot. I'm not going to roast them for losing to Oregon, who might just be extremely underrated. Yeah, very possible. Oregon, Oregon started well, and then they kind of had that little dip. It looks like they may be figuring it out. You see that a lot with young teams, too. Or turning over a lot of personnel. Well, once you get into conference play, everybody's roles start getting defined and everybody kind of uh, figures it out a little bit more. Now, for the record, I don't think USC is a top five team in the country. I don't think that they are superstar championship contenders, but I do think they're a lot better than Colorado, and I do think that they'll fare pretty well tonight. Somebody wanted to know if the IUPUI under is still live. It's... Uh, it's dipped a little bit over the last few games. They've made those lines. Um, what this what this score against Ohio State? 37? 37 against Ohio State. Well, yeah, I said the last two games. I forgot about the Ohio State game. Yeah, I was talking about the three before that where they'd... Uh, uh, that was brutal. By the way, we missed that. We, we talked about that game, and I I liked the points there. I thought they'd be able to keep it. I thought Ohio State would lose interest. Well, I, we liked Ohio State until we found out they're going to be missing several people. Right. And then we kind of had to pivot. Right. And I, yeah, I didn't... Uh, I, I didn't think, and I know this sounds stupid with a team that bad, but I didn't think Ui Pui was going to suck that much. I didn't think they, I no. figured 45 from them. Come on. Brutal, brutal. So as far as being live for the under tonight against Wright State, I don't know, man. Is a Wright State that can uh, score some points. Uh, they, they, would they go 130 last time? They went 72-58, and that was, uh, that was at home. Uh, where's the number here? 128, 129? Where is it? I can't remember. About 134. One th- oh, that's right. It's high, isn't it? 133. Uh, uh, yeah. And, to- and the spread's around 14 and a half. I'd be tempted. I'd be tempted, Scott. Um, uh, Ooey Pooey's like beating the, the fat kid in grade school. Hey, what? 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 What the fuck? That sounds like a personal attack on you. <laughs> I wasn't a fat kid in grade school, man. It. Uh, I was I was okay till... Uh, I, you know, I was, had, I was, I was big... But, you know, I was playing sports and everything. So it's only been the last 
Um, since I got married, basically. <laughs> since the chase ended. Um, but yes, it is. Uh, it's 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 ooey pooey. Not not good. Not not good at all. Um, I'm looking at the under. I know that, of course, the line seems a bit high because right stake and score. If you're going to give me a total that's not in the 120s for Uwe Pui, you got to play it. Just give me the under on principle. You got to play it. You do. They just they they still they still can't fucking score. They've topped out at 65, and that was against Chicago. Other than that, you can pretty much pencil them in for mid to low 50s. So I think uh, even even you give them you give them a, a, a 20 point win for Wright State. Yeah, and I think you're still safe. Um, I prefer the under though, because you never know about these conference road favorites by double digits. Somebody asking about T uh, <laughs> Train says I was the fat kid at school. Um, somebody asking about Providence tonight, Scott. I know you uh, you're on the uh, you're on the Georgetown side there. You like you like G Town catching thirteen. I'm probably or, or, and actually he's down to ten now. I'm sorry, I don't I don't know when we had that conversation, but I like Providence in the game. Uh, I thought you I it went down because Reeves from Providence is probably not going to play, but there is no chance that I'm taking Georgetown. All right, so I misunderstood. You might have been talking to somebody else, but Georgetown huh. stinks. The fuck was I There's talking? There's nothing to, to like about that team. They are awful. Now Ewing might be on the sideline. I know he missed the last game because he was sick, not COVID related, but he was sick. The team stinks. Mm-hmm. There's really nothing to like about them. Uh, they have one big man who's okay. The rest of the players aren't worth a damn. The guards aren't good. Providence actually has a decent roster as a whole. Right. The issue that you have is that Providence is missing one of its best players in Reeves, most likely. But I don't think it matters because Providence is really good at home. Georgetown stinks everywhere nowadays, but they're especially bad on the road. Give me Providence. Even without Reeves, I think they'll win that game by 15-plus. It's a great line move. It was 13 yesterday, and it's now it's now down to 10. And... You know, you can talk about you can talk about Reeves being out, but he's been out. Yeah, he's uh, been injured for a while. Yeah, and you know they they did fine against St. John's. They did uh, they they struggled against Marquette, which is kind of I think what's keeping this line reasonable. But and Georgetown got run out by St. John's, and St. John's a team that I thought might make a push for a tournament spot. They were close to beating Providence, close to beating UConn. Those didn't work out. They got buried by Creighton last night. So St. John's is not a great team by any means. Georgetown got run out. You're looking at the games against Marquette. They got run out. It's not pretty. Give me Providence at home. Yeah, they had that. They had that break for COVID, and they have come back and sucked since then. STM STM Network wants to know what happens if we don't want you to go to the beach. That happens. You know? <laughs> All right, bud. Let's get it fired up here. I know we got a lot of questions. Uh, um, uh, third third game in a week for Purdue. Uh, I believe Indiana plus three and a half. Rochelle likes Indiana there. I don't really have a feel. I'm leaning Purdue, but Rochelle really likes Indiana. It's plus three and a half. If it's a Big spot. Ten team on the road that I've seen play on the road and struggle because of Matt Painter, this Rutgers team, uh, Rutgers ended up beating Purdue as well earlier in, in the season as they beat Iowa yesterday. But the point is, this line does seem short. Indiana's great at home. I think it's short for a reason. Seems a bit trappy to me. I'd like, Indiana. I'd like to see the numbers on Big Ten home underdogs. I bet it's uh, impressive. I'm assuming they're good. I assume so, too. It could just be... It could just be a selective recall, but I, I think anecdotally that we're probably right. So It's really a shame because I can already tell what Purdue's going to ha- do this season. You look at the team on paper, you look at them when they actually play. Uh-huh. Talent-wise, it might be the most talented basketball team Purdue's ever had. Agreed. And yet you know Matt Painter's going to lead them to like a round of 32 or a Sweet 16 elimination. Yep, going to fuck it up somehow. All right, Scott, let's uh, let's get to it. Let's find out uh, the good news, the bad news, the winners, the whiners, the people that took it in the shorts, and the people that ate yesterday. 
You know who you are, who had to pick up that cell phone and call the cops. Alright, very good. I don't, I don't know how much of that I have taped. If I just let it go, I don't know how long it would ultimately go. Um, anyway, uh, looking at the SEC, if you had Alabama first half minus the one and a half against those LSU Go Tigers, they led by five with how much? One second left? Fuck, what? How is this going to end badly? LSU, three-pointer, sure, okay. Oh, fuck, he fouled him? Well, how about missing the free throw? Could you ever give us a... No, nope, nope, not a bit. Congratulations, a five-point lead... With one second left, laying one and a half, you're a loser. Fuck it. Call the cops, would you? Brutal. And looking at the second one, if you had St. John's and Creighton over 151 and a half, you had 151 points with two minutes and 27 seconds left. Game landed 151. Oh, God. Zero points in about the final two and a half minutes. You lose by a hook. Jesus Christ. That was like that was like that K-State Texas game where they scored what four points in the last three minutes. Just brutal. Mm-hmm. I tell you what, people in the St. John's game wishes they had four points in the last three minutes. No shit. It ain't it ain't over till it's over, buddy. Uh finally, if you had American, oh, proud to be an American. Shout out Lee Greenwood. Plus nine and a half against Army training. Hey, American, what are you doing? You led by six points at halftime. Well, I'm no math wizard here, but as long as you keep it within 16 in the last half, you'll be fine. Oh, shit. They're outscored by 60? <laughs> the second half, they lose by 10. God damn it, American. What are you doing? Call the cops. What are Scott, what, what's their nickname? The American what? I'm trying to even remember. If it's not if it's not Patriots, we should riot. American Eagles, but American Patriots. You, you gave up 51 points in the second half to Army. To Army? Really? Oh, oh, good lord! That's not not good. good. Not good. Not good, Bob. Not good. Those are some all. pretty brutal bad beats. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the first two especially. The the four point play with one second left. As far as I'm concerned, an all timer. Yeah, that's uh, that's 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 going on the board. That's going on the board, buddy. Well, there was some good news out there. You know who you were. You had nice, easy wins. Uh, you were you were like Shell at the beach. You were sitting and snoozing in the nice, warm sun. In the rocking chair. All right. Let's, uh, oh, that's, that's right. It's me. I'm waiting for the cue. Cue the music. No, no sound effects? Yeah. yeah, you know. I was so, ca- so I was so caught up in my visual view on the beach. <laughs> I totally forgot to do the sound effects. Go. So first one in the NBA, if you had the Timberwolves and Hawks over 235 and a half, that seemed like a high total. No, it wasn't. Had 134 points in the first half. The game landed 256. Very good. If you had the uh, the Pistons and the Kings over 221 and a half, no sweat there. Each quarter had at least 56 points. Game landed slightly over the total at 264. Congratulations, Piston Kings over backers. You were sitting in a racking chair. And if it went over by about 32 and a half points, you know that our odds makers were drunk. Has to be fantastic. But looking at some college, if you had DePaul plus nine against Xavier, they never trailed by more than two points in the entire game. They still somehow lost, but they only lost by one. So if you had the points, you won. Brutal, brutal. That was a, a premium pick for me. Uh, three points, 50% line move we beat on CLV. Scott, here, put that trash can a little bit closer so I can fucking throw it right in there. We had that at minus six, went to minus nine. Xavier, 
uh, blasted in the first half. They were fucking down 14, 16 in the first half, whatever it was. They came back, but they just never found that extra gear. So, yeah, brutal. Brutal for us. All right. Uh, let's get take some comments here before we keep going. Love the Cavs tonight. No answer in the pain. I was going to bet. Yes, talk amongst yourself while we do our thing. Oh, I see comments are going on about the Hornets and that they were dogs yesterday. We both like the Hornets, so I can't say I'm surprised. Oddsmakers will catch up at some point. It's not soon because Charlotte seems to be in really good form, whether Lamelo plays or doesn't. Rozier looks good. Bridges looks fantastic. They just have a squad. They're just a good team. Hey, somebody commenting on your facial hair, buddy. It's usually me that gets the hair comment. So here's one for you. RW says, boo to shaving. Stubble Scott is the best Scott. Unfortunately, I lost like two plays in a row, so I had to switch something up. Is that the, is that the deal? No, I just wanted to shave for the sake of tanning, but we can go with that too. You shave. You have to, when was the last time you shaved? I'm just curious what kind of growth you get there. Like this morning? Uh, well, I shaved uh, last night. Okay. Fuck. <laughs> Nicely done, buddy. Thank you. He's a swarthy people is what he is. Um, done with the Nuggets. Lost my first half bet last night. Fuck. Jokic, Jokic what, a, what a performance by him, huh? 49, 14, and 10. Pretty good performance by the uh, some of the MVP candidates last night, Scott. Uh, Embiid was great. Yeah. At 50. At 50 for Embiid. Uh, SMU. What about Smoo tonight, Scott? Smoo. Need the Miami. St- oh, yeah. Need the Miami stash to, <laughs> to catch the extra Coke. Ooh. There's a bump for later. Sweet. Uh, Smoo tonight. What do you think about the Stangs, buddy? I don't want to lay six with Memphis. I know Memphis at home has been better than Memphis on the road, but we talked about them in the past. This team is extremely talented on paper, and I'm not sure Penny Hardaway can actually coach. He's a good recruiter. He gets guys. But this team, I think we would agree, based on the preseason expectations, they should be a lot better than they actually are. Yeah. um, SMU, not great as a dog. 0-2 as a dog. 3-2 on the road against the number. I think it's a stay away, but I'm not laying six with Memphis. No, no, three and ten is a favorite against the spread. Oh, I want no part of that. I'd, I'd probably, I'd, I'd lean Mustangs with plus the six if I'm playing anything there. Mm-hmm. Um, jumped on the bet the farm last night that saved me. Nice job, James. We, uh, I'm sure you were, I'm sure you were cussing at us for about thirty five, thirty six of those minutes because it was it never in doubt. You know, it wasn't. It wasn't like it was a miraculous comeback. It was just one of those games. It was kind of like the Xavier game where you just like, okay, we need that extra fucking gear. And for the whole game, we couldn't get it. And we finally got it there at the end. The Xavier game, it never came. Um, do you think that's just because other teams don't have everybody back or are they that good? But the Hornets, uh, I just think they're extremely talented. I mean, the thing is, the big men aren't great. Like, I'm not a P.J. Washington guy. I'm definitely not a Mason Plumley guy. So if they need to make a move, it's for a center. But when you look at their really just rotation guys, point guard through small forward or even power forward because Bridges actually plays power forward, they got a bunch of guys. I don't know how many superstars they have. Lamelo might be a superstar, might not be. But Rozier's very solid. Ball's very good. Bridges is very good. You bring Martin in off the bench. You got Ubre off the bench. They just have a lot of guys who can contribute, and that's something a lot of teams don't have. Very good. Hey, I want to get to this because we we don't t- we don't we don't talk about this sport enough, and I know it's a it's a big sport for a lot of folks out there, including yourself, um, Scott. We haven't done this in a while, but let's find out who it is. I, I'm I'm not I'm not mad, but I'm definitely disappointed. 
Take it, buddy. So that's, that, that is worth it because it is a pretty bad one. This would have easily been on Call the Cops. It's probably one of the worst beats of the of yesterday. Five four point plays probably worse. But we got to talk about some BPL, some soccer going on in the UK. You had a matchup between Leicester City, tenth place against Tottenham. Tottenham is in fifth. Leicester was winning two to one in the 94th minute. Now, this is not extra time where it goes to 120. This is stoppage time. We're going 90 plus five. That's how we're going. So the game's basically over, right? Leicester, up one goal, gave up a goal in the 95th minute to Tottenham. So you're thinking, okay, unfortunate. We're going to get a point out of it. We're going to tie. Not quite. Tottenham scored again in the 97th minute. Leicester managed to blow a one-goal lead in the 94th minute and lost the game 3-2. to two. That is almost impossible. There was no red card, so they weren't a guy down. It was just the same number. They just absolutely fell apart. Leicester City, what are you doing? I'm disappointed. I don't blame you. And that's, I, I think as Americans, that's one of the most annoying parts about soccer is we just, we don't really know when it's going to end. You know, you have to remember that in, in three of our sports, we the last minute they count down in tenths of seconds. And in soccer, it's like somewhere around 95, 97, 6, I don't know. Fuck. Referee's just looking at his watch like, you know, I don't I don't know. That's well, gonna be play for another minute or It's two. gonna be ninety-five unless that one team is moving the ball down the field and then we gotta let them finish up that play. I it's just it's just fucking annoying, dude. It just seems it just seems rife for the possibility of shenanigans. I'm sorry. If you don't have a, if you don't have a stop time, I, I don't understand. Um, again, a lot of things about soccer as an American, I don't get, and that's probably number one. That's probably the most number one annoying thing about the fucking Yeah, Magellan throwing out the live odds there. I saw on, I Arsenal. believe it was FanDuel. It was a hundred to one. Arsenal right now? No, not Arsenal for Tottenham to come back when down two one. Oh, oh, okay. It was about a hundred to one. No, that'd be a pretty solid play, huh? All right, so you talked about it earlier, Scott, and we did have the uh, <laughs> we did have a case where they missed it by forty points, and if that wasn't it, there must be a good one. Let's find out who it is on uh, the old Thursday edition of the Oddsmakers. Holy shit, you're drunk! So we're looking in the uh, Big Ten, and <laughs> we talked a little bit about this game. The Iowa-Rutgers game, the total in this game, Scott, it was high for a college game, especially high for a Big Ten game, 150.5. We're going to see some fireworks right here. Uh, neither team got to 50. Uh, in fact, neither team got to 49. <laughs> the game landed, what was it, 48-46? Yeah. Holy shit, that was an ugly game to watch. Odds makers, holy mackerel, you are drunk. You, you done missed that line by... Ooh, ooh, ooh. About 56 and a half. 56 and a half. There you go. Congratulations, boys. Uh, you know I want to put the bottle down. That game, that I, game, that game I, was every I bit as bad. I can't imagine how bad that was. I watched a little bit of it and I went, I can't do this. I got to fucking have something else to do with my life. It was, it was. You awful. figure Iowa, though, they've actually been playing some press defense. They've been pretty good at really just forcing turnovers, but they still have a couple of guys on the inside. They have uh, Rutgers, don't get me wrong, I mentioned in. I don't remember if we covered that game yesterday, but we talk about Big Ten underdogs at home all the time. But 
it's really impressive that Rutgers, despite being underwhelming in general, has been so good at home. They are atrocious on the road. They have one of the biggest disparities between home and road splits. But at home, they're good. Somebody for asked, whatever reason. Somebody asking about the Bucks odds. I'm assuming they mean for the championship. Uh... Well, I know that to win the East, they're about 3-1. to one. To win the division, they're about minus 125. Division, I really like, at minus 125. I mentioned them to win the East, like, first week of the season at, like, plus 300. They should be favored to win the Eastern Conference. I think they're better than the Nets. And to win the division, they're minus 125. I think that was on DraftKings. I've got it at, pl- I've got it at plus 100 right now, by the way. At what? To win the division? Yes. Where do you find that? Um, one of those, On a cer- one, certain one, source, one, if you like to bet online? Yeah, one of those offshore okay. places. Uh, if it's even money to win the division there, I would take it. Uh, you're looking at the actual teams around them. Alonzo's now going to be out for about a month or two. He's their best defensive player. Maybe Caruso, but the point is he's their point guard. So I think that they're going to struggle. Cleveland I like. I think they're a really good team. But you do have to wonder at some point if team if they are overperforming on the preseason expectations. Like, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not sure a team that suddenly is competing for something is going to be able to go through a full 82 Right. And not start to struggle a little bit. Milwaukee now has the big three back because Holiday came back. They're 17 and three when Giannis Middleton and Holiday play this season. They should win the division. Right. Um I remember when I was going to ask you, uh a youngster, what do you what do you think of the future bet? Uh Russia to win the men's hockey in the Olympics. I don't mind it. You gotta remember that NHL players are not being sent. Correct. Correct. This year, so Canada, is, I'm sure, has some good juniors. They have some good options, but why not? I'm not taking. I'm not picking America. I'll tell you that much. We kind of need some hockey players who actually, you know, are professionals if we want to compete. Canada, they're going to be throwing out some new guys there too. But yeah, why not? If there's no professionals, you can take a shot with really anybody that has a decent either juniors program or just a decent domestic league. And the Continental Hockey League's pretty good, so I don't mind making a play on Russia. I would think uh, Canada up there with the CHL would be uh, would be pretty good as well. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So you're probably looking at Canada and Russia. I would have no interest in the U.S. No, those would be no, the main two. no, no, no. Uh, J.C. Stone says some soccer leagues the ref stops the running clock for injuries during the game instead of tacking on some random time after 90 minutes. Right? Don't know why that's not the standard. What a brilliant comment right there. I totally agree. I'm a million percent agree with that. Uh, Finland, uh, yeah, that's another one. Yeah, that's true. Uh, very good. Akron first half under. Uh, you know, I looked at that the other night, and it fucking absolutely blew up. They put they put eighty and change up in the first half the other night. Um, who's the new guy on the right? <laughs> uh, you seen you with the short hair and no stubble? You got that? You're not getting any tan. You're you know. You, have you been at the beach at all? I went briefly yesterday, but the sun was kind of already down at that point. <laughs> you went like 8.30? <laughs> uh, no, I went at around 4, give or take. Okay, it was you, a little bit cloudy. You got a lot of people counting on you here, buddy. Um, you got to go to the beach. You got to go to the club. You got to fuck. You got to do something. Riding a boat. I got a lot going on. Go catch a marlin. I don't give a shit. Do I got to go to the Hard Rock as well to play some poker. Sure, sure, do that. Um... Uh, I'm liking and subscribing. He better go. <laughs> yeah. Very good. I need four teams. Fuck, who doesn't? Um, 
By the uh, way, Steve O, congrats. I saw that there was a new Jackass movie coming out, so congratulations. Isn't Steve O like in a wheelchair? <laughs> he's, he's pretty much all fucked up. I see right? him all the time at UFC events. He, no, he does a podcast. He travels in like an RV. But uh, I mean, so I, I actually listened to a bit. Didn't of it. both hit him and Knoxville, didn't their bodies just take a beating? Knoxville, I'm sure, did because he also did the bad grandpa stuff. Steve O kind of pulled away a little bit. Yeah. I think he still is involved. But I don't think he's as involved as he was previously. Funniest jackass oh, I... sketch? What is it? Ooh. I feel like you have one in mind. I do. The rental... uh, I want to hear what you the have. The rental car. Bringing back the rental car. Oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, I'm thinking blindly like uh, Johnny Knoxville getting knocked out by Jared Allen. Okay. Yeah, that's a good one. Everybody does have a podcast now. Yes, they do. Even you have one. <laughs> uh, what's wrong with the Warriors minus seven? Wire. I think the main problem is that they're favored by 11 and a half. So I don't know if you're talking about a teaser or you're talking about maybe just questioning the line there. So the answer to that question would be absolutely nothing. I mean, if you get seven, I'd slam it. Jump it. Jump uh, on that motherfucker. I got to like the Warriors there. Uh, Indiana had a nice win against the Lakers yesterday because the Lakers stink. Yeah. But Indiana is a terrible team. Now Turner's out indefinitely. Sabonis is doubtful, and Sabonis is probably their best player. Golden State, the thing that separates them right now from other elite teams is that since they've been struggling lately and since they got Clay back, they're actually taking these games against bottom feeders seriously because they're trying to build up chemistry between Clay and Curry again. So they actually care about these games. Right. They're not going to overlook Indiana. They might win this game by third. JC stood Steve O jumping into the ceiling fan. <laughs> I forgot about that. Um, STM Network says you have to sleep with four Cuban women while you're there. I think you just need to. Are cigars included? No, no. no I think I think you need to lower your you need to lower your standards. I just think you should see a pair of strange breasts before you leave. Can I can I buy it down to three and a half? <laughs> yeah, you buy. I definitely <laughs> buy the hook there. I'm still I'm still pounding the under. Pounding the under right there. That's my that's my bet the farm right there. Uh, my favorite is in Knoxville. Acted like he was dying. <laughs> he got bit by a snake. <laughs> uh, so I I hate myself for liking that shit. But yeah, um, uh, Knoxville got knocked out by Tank Abbott. Oh, sorry. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Oh, uh, okay. Who are your for sure lock picks? It could be from any sport. I need my money back. God, I hate I hate that fucking. I hate that pressure. Um, a lot of pressure. I mean, I, really I mean we both do our free picks every day. Of course, you have the premiums. Yep. But we also have the farm play. I forgot how many we've won in a row at this point, but we've been doing pretty well. We've lately. been doing so pretty. Knock on wood. Yeah. Um, you know, and I, I, it happens with me every time I premium because I always want, when I'm running well on premium, obviously I want to like let people know that's obviously when I'm going to get a lot of subs. But it also seems to be the kiss of death. So I'll like, I try to casually mention it, but if I'm on a street, I try not to make too big of a deal because if I do, I, I inevitably fucking go on a losing streak. So, um, okay, let's look at the NBA here real quick because we only got we only got three games tonight in the NBA. So, yeah, you have uh, or what am I looking at? I'm sorry. No, we have we have uh, is that three? Yeah, yeah, three. Knicks minus four, New Orleans. Scott, yeah, right. that seems like a slam dunk on the surface. Talk me off the Knicks. I had a play of the day on the Knicks minus two and a half. So. Okay. I, 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 I still like the Knicks. I think you can go for some player performance doubles or boosts, which is really something I've been trying to experiment with, where instead of just taking a team to win, 
you can mostly on FanDuel, you can group a player to do something with the actual team to win. So you could take RJ Barrett 20 plus points with the Knicks to win plus 200. Right. If you want to take a shot with the Pelicans, take Brandon Ingram 25 plus points with the Pelicans to win like plus 380. There's a lot of ways to find value in some game. Boost your own bets is what we're saying. Uh, yeah. Somebody asked about, what did I just see? What are they asking about? Uh, somebody said sleep with two of each ethnic group. Yeah. Oh, St. Louis, you asked. Steve-O, you're not wrong. The Knicks are a bit shaky, but they are pretty solid at home against the spread recently. Six and one in the last seven. Pelicans have lost five straight road games. They're a terrible road team. They're not a great team, the Knicks, but they're definitely better than the Pelicans, and that's all that matters. I'm not a great team. Um, but I know what a great team is. What about the St. Louis team, man? This is a frustrating team. That's another team that you look at them on paper, and they're like, yeah, you guys should be better than this. Um, they killed Fordham the other day. Yeah, yeah, just blew them up. And they have the capability of doing that every game, and it's frustrating when you back them, and they don't do it. Uh, meanwhile, UMass... Uh, they get blown out by Rhode Island at home last time. They they end up losing by 13 there. I don't want any part of UMass, but I'm not sure I trust St. Louis on the road. You? Uh, it's a tough call. I'm not a big UMass guy, though. Mm -mm. I think it's St. Louis or pass. Yeah. But yeah. I do think that there are better games on the card. Yeah, I agree. I agree. If you if you got to play it, if somebody's got a gun to your head, because uh, they have uh last season they absolutely owned this UMass team they played them twice once in the regular season once in the tournament uh they won by 14 they won by 21 I know it's really hard um you've got some uh some interesting you got some injuries there I want to keep an eye on as far as that game goes um what else anybody else asking uh no, I see Ellie talking about how the Celtics struggle against teams that play up tempo going back to the game against the Hornets yesterday. Uh, I think you were right after two words. Celtics struggle. That's pretty much it. They're just not a very good basketball team. Right. They're, they're extremely overrated. They're just a mediocre team. Bronco Devil doesn't recognize him without saying, it's the old T-Trade. Uh, I like Oakland and Milwaukee. Uh, over Milwaukee Mo Over Milwaukee night. Yeah. I mean, Milwaukee's awful. So that is fair. Oakland's a team that we liked early on. Uh -huh. Of course, it's a road favorite, about seven and a half. That Milwaukee team is brutal, man. They are brutal. Any interest in playing that Akron first half under? I kind of I kind of poo pooed that last time, but they're, they're they're at Bowling Green. I don't generally like that Akron first half when they're on the road. Uh, this Bowling Green team, Scott, they can put some points on the board. I don't know. You got a feeling. I like Bowling Green in the game. They've been good at home. Akron mm -hmm. barely beat Western Michigan last game. Yeah, but it's more just a spot because Akron's been the better team this season. And yet Bowling Green as a favorite at home does seem like they're expecting some serious regression from Akron. I kind of agree with it. So I'm going to go ahead and go with Bowling Green on the side. Yeah. We, uh, Celtic, uh, THC as Rosa says, the Celtics need a point guard. And we've talked about that a lot. And we need Bull Bull to be a legit starter. And he's injured. Yeah. So Bull Bull might be out for the year. So you got problems there. The issue with the Celtics, time and time again, it's the point guard, it's the whatever, but. The bench isn't very good, and I'm not sure Brown and Tatum can play together. And those guys, they seem to have a lot of injuries. They're the big, the big two seem to miss a lot of games, and I don't know if that's just selective recall, but it, it certainly seems that way. Uh, Moorhead tonight, they can get it at minus five. Well, first of all, that's a good number. It's a five and a half in a lot of spots. Uh, 
take a you want to take a road dog there with Belmont. They've been they've been very good and they've been uh, they've been outstanding on the road. Five and one against the number this season so far. Uh, how do you feel about uh, less teeth, more head, Scott? Uh, it's a revenge game for Belmont, right? Because they lost the conference tournament to them last year. That's right. That's uh, right. I'm going with Belmont. It's a spot where Moorhead we've actually backed a couple of times for the farm, and they've and they've done well for us. Mm-hmm. But Belmont's the more talented team. The point is, is that Moorhead, of course, won the conference last year, so now they have some respect. They're not as good as they were last year. They're really not even close. And I think that Belmont is still the most talented team in the conference. Four and a half seems a bit short. I'll lean Belmont, but I really don't trust that Belmont team. Yeah, I'm 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 with you. They've they, like I said they've performed very well on the road. Uh, I like the under there. I, w- I would probably tend to lean towards the under 142. I think that's a little. I think that's about five points strong. I've got that about 137. Steve O's he's uh, he's on Weber State tonight minus the 17 points. Uh, Idaho State Scott the Fighting Spuds generally not a good team. This year is no exception. They're three and 12 straight up, two 11 and uh, uh, two and 11 against the number. So. Uh, Weber State, can they cover 17, brother? I think the one thing that would give me pause is the fact that these teams just played against each other in the previous game. Weber won by 17, so, of course, they have the capability. Of course, that was on the, and that was on the road. Team out. I hate backing a huge favorite in the back-to-back spot yep. just because they just saw each other. You know everything about the other team. It's all on film, whatever. It seems like a lot of points to me. I know that Weber's good enough to win this game handily, and they could win by 30. But when you just played the same team a couple days ago and you have an immediate rematch, I'm not picking you to win by 18. Well, see, and I got that with my play of the day today with uh, with UConn as uh, they're on they're on the back they're on a back to back home and home, and they just they just won by 17, trying to cover eight today. So it's it seems like it seems like the all time sucker line, but mm-hmm. I watched that game the other night and I just. I, I just don't see how that ends any other way. Um, even with Murray State uh, beat him, and Murray State blew out his previous opponent by twenty plus. Uh, Zags in a blowout. Certainly uh, could see that. I think that San Francisco team is good, but let's be real: it's the West Coast Conference, and Gonzaga's, and Gonzaga's playing. There's really no point in even talking about the actual side. T-Train says Celtics lack more, uh, lack more than talent. They lack chemistry. Thank Danny Ainge for that. All those draft picks, and we ended up with this shit. I still think it was inexcusable. The biggest mistake that Ainge made in my book was that not only did you not package some picks for Anthony Davis, but you let him go to the Lakers. Mm-hmm. Like, the Celtics were in play. I know that you had the conversation about, well, Anthony Davis's dad didn't want to get Whatever. If you offer enough for the guy... It would have happened. I think that was the move you needed to make, and you didn't make it. T-Train says UConn could have won by 30 on Tuesday. See, that's the same game I was watching, dude. That's that's the same thing that I saw. Well, Butler's terrible. Yeah, that, and then and Butler is awful, and they haven't. it doesn't matter whether they're on the road, whether they're at home. It's been just disappointment after disappointment. So, man, time flies. Ready to get to it? Uh, yeah, let's okay, do it. Let's do it. Uh, you guys know what time it is. It's once again, there's 90, Scott. We got 90 right now. I think that's almost a, at 100. There almost we go. There. We're getting there. That was our goal. So, uh, yeah, you guys keep up the great work. Well, you know the drill. Time to put on those overalls. Get your straw hat out. Climb aboard the John Deere. You get your keys, you know, with the one with a little lucky rabbit's foot on the end of it. 
Fire that motherfucker up because, kids, it's Thursday. It's time to bet the farm. All right, Scott, how'd we do yesterday? We had Southern Illinois minus the points, and they covered. Cue to banjos! All righty, there you go. Never a doubt, if you guys watched that game, they weren't covering the entire game until they were. So, yeehaw for Southern Illinois. But you know what? What have you done for me lately? As a, was that Paul Abdul? Janet Jackson. Janet Jackson. What? Janet Jackson. All right, here we go. What do we got lined up for today, brother? So, I saw somebody was asking about Gonzaga. They and were. the spread. However, our favorite play is on the total in that game between San Francisco and Gonzaga. Under. And we like the over. 159 and a half. Now it's a high total until you actually see some of the stats. Gonzaga back in conference play. It's really just not even fair. Gonzaga scored at least 110 points in each of its last three games. One of those games was against BYU. So it's actually against decent competition in the WCC. San Francisco, pretty good offensively, scored 88 points or more in two of the last three games. Both teams offensively are great. Gonzaga ranks second in offensive efficiency, according to Ken Palm. San Francisco ranks 58th. And both teams love to go up tempo. Gonzaga ranks third in pace. San Francisco ranks 107th. I expect the track meet. Gonzaga should score 95, maybe even 100 again. But a total of 159.5 when one team is going to threaten to score 100 in any given game that they play in conference play, we got to take the over. Give us the over. Got to do it. Got to do it. There it is. We, uh, we, we kind of felt bad. It's a little bit of a, uh, you know, a little bit of a, a little bit of a square play, playing the overs and the favorites. But you know what? Sometimes those motherfuckers hit, and I think that's going to be the case today. I like this play quite a bit. Uh, that's going to be bet the farm Gonzaga San Francisco over one fifty nine and a half. That's going to do it for the farm. It's going to do it for the show. Um, as always, guys, thanks very much for stopping by, hanging out with us. Thanks for everybody that uh, liked. Thanks to everybody that commented. Of course. Tell your friends, tell your neighbors, share the link, uh, you know, make it go viral, as the kids say. We appreciate the effort. Of course, we do it each and every day, 3 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Central, as Scott and I will do our very, very best to help you to head back to the window. You guys have a great day. We'll see you tomorrow. Take care.